All right, so the title of my message this morning um, is Christmas, quotes, Christmas changed everything. Christmas changed everything. And so I want to read a couple of passages and then I want to talk about them. Um, So the first one is, well, this is obvious because there's only two books in the Bible that talk about the birth of Jesus, about Christmas as we know it, as we title it, and that's Matthew and Luke. So generally, if someone's going to talk about Christmas, they're going to open one of those two books, right? So... Um, so here you are, Matthew. Uh, we're going to go Matthew chapter one, and verse eighteen uh, through to twenty-five. So these are these are some uh, relatively chunky passages, um, but I just want to bounce off these um, into a bit of a message this morning, a bit of a challenge for us, I hope, and an encouragement. So um, Matthew chapter one, uh, verse eighteen: the birth of Jesus the Messiah, and this is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly. So he decided to break the the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit and she will have a son and you are to name him Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. And all of this, all of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child and she will give birth to a son And they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And when Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. And Joseph named him Jesus. Then we can jump across into the Gospel of Luke. Uh, So Luke chapter 1 and verse 26. And it says there, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, so Elizabeth was Mary's cousin, um, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favoured woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David and he will reign over Israel forever His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I am a virgin. And the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the, the word of God 
will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. So I want you just uh, just to take a moment to, to picture you. Okay, so there's, there's two stories here. One is of a, a, a revolved around a person of a male gender. And the other one is, uh, is revolving around uh, a female. Okay. I want you, that covers most of us in the room, just saying. Um, I want you to picture yourself and think about that story as you being either Mary or Joseph. And then think about my uh, title of this message, which is Christmas Changed Everything. Just think about that for a moment. Both Mary and Joseph had plans. They had ideas about what their life would be like. They had plans for their future. They were planning to get married and everything that goes with that uh, would come. And then you have this situation for both of them where they have an encounter with an angel. One gets the news first. Thankfully, it was the woman. Can you imagine that conversation? If Joseph had gone to Mary and said, hey, Mary, I had a visit from an angel and you're going to get pregnant. And Mary's like, eh, whatever. Fortunately, she got told first because that would be a bit of a shock from your uh, future husband. Come and tell you that. I'll just take the timeline and guess that that was probably the way. But Christmas changed everything for both of them. And it's interesting when you look at them and you put yourself in their shoes, you think both of them had a response to this angel's appearance. We often celebrate Mary's response, which was, let it be as to whom you've, as, as you've spoken, let it be the word, Lord's word as you've spoken it to me. But Joseph had exactly the same response because he walked out of his encounter with the angel and he went ahead and married Mary in spite of what he felt was the best thing to do, to look after her. These were two people who had encounters with angels and in that moment, their whole world changed. We don't hear a lot about Joseph beyond uh, the Christmas story in terms of what happened as, as, um, as, you know, as Jesus grew and they had other children. We do know that. Scripture does record that they had other children, but we don't know exactly what happened to Joseph and, and everything. But we know that Mary's life was significantly changed from that day for the rest of her life. In fact, we have Mary again standing at the foot of the cross as Jesus, her son, is crucified. And if you read in the scriptures in Luke chapter 2, Mary, it, it says about Mary after her experiences of, of the things around Jesus' birth and everything, it makes this statement about this, that Mary kept all these things in her heart and she, she thought about them often. For both of them, their lives were impacted by this one encounter, one moment. And I guess my thought this morning is, you know, as we come into Christmas, sometimes we can, we can run into the tradition that is Christmas and the world that we live in 
and we don't allow the story to impact us in the same way that the original story impacted these two people. Because the good news of the gospel is not just that Jesus came and and became human and lived amongst us, the whole idea of God, Emmanuel. The good news is that our lives are impacted if we engage with the story and allow it to touch our lives in the same way that Mary and Joseph did. I often wonder what would have happened if Mary and Joseph had actually said, nah, stuff off. Because they could have, right? They had plans. Those of you who are women in the room and your mums, that moment you knew you were pregnant, how much did the rest of your world change at that moment? Everything about your thinking switches from being about me and, and my partner to hold up. There's going to be a little human joining us soon. Everything shifts, right? It's the same way for us. If we want to engage with the story of Jesus, we've got to be willing to go the journey of how much does this impact and change my life? See, they could have said no. I don't want to go there. And if I'm honest, I think most of us probably would have gone there and said no. I think about myself and I think in the context of today's world, what would be a similar sort of request? Because they gave up all their plans. Yeah, they still got married, but in the world that they lived in, being pregnant outside of wedlock meant being tarred with a brush of exclusion from family because no one would ever believe that you had a visitation from an angel who told you you were overshadowed by the Holy Spirit and became pregnant. Like, hello. Just like today, no one would believe you if you came up with that story. And yet their response was for both of them, okay, God, we'll submit, we'll surrender, we'll give ourselves over to what you're asking us to do. See, Christmas changed everything for Mary and Joseph. Does it change it for you? As I said, I think sometimes we can get caught up in this whole tradition that is the Western Christmas. And don't deceive yourself that what we celebrate isn't a Western thing, because it is. This story of the birth of Jesus changed Mary's and Joseph's life forever. And I want to challenge us and encourage us again 
that if we're followers of Jesus, the story of Christmas should change everything for us as well. It shouldn't be just another day that ticks over on the calendar where we enjoy getting together with family and giving gifts. All of that is fantastic. I'm not criticizing Western Christmas in this. What I'm saying is that the story is too wonderful to leave it as just a story that doesn't ever get applied to our lives in the same way that Mary Mary and Joseph applied it to theirs. See, the story of God becoming human and revealing to us that He is Emmanuel, God with us, and always has been with us, is way too wonderful to confine it to a tradition every year about Christmas. It has to be something that impacts our lives today, tomorrow, and the rest of them in the same way that it did to Mary and Joseph. And we have to be people, if we're true followers of Jesus, we have to be people who, like Mary, store the story in our heart, the encounters we have with God in our heart, and think about them often to the point where Mary followed Jesus herself. Not just because He was her son, but because she understood who He was. And she allowed that story to transform the rest of her life. And she sat at the cross and watched her son die. Which I can guarantee you it was not in her thinking when the angel Gabriel met with her. But she so much surrendered to the power of the story and the the engagement of God in her life that she was willing to give herself over to wherever that story took her, wherever the will, the word of God took her. And Joseph did the same. And my encouragement to us today is don't let this be a Christmas where we don't afresh look at the story and marvel and wonder in the idea that God became a human baby to show us what was always true, that He was with us and He's present with us. Don't let that become just a thing we look at at Christmas time, but let it be something that impacts the rest of our lives. That you and I are willing again to recommit ourselves in the same way that Mary did and Joseph did and say, I'm the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. You and I well know that we don't know what tomorrow holds. I think about Mary and Joseph and they didn't know what tomorrow held for them. But they said yes anyway. The story of Christmas is too wonderful for us not to apply it to every moment and every day of our lives. Amen. Let's pray. God, I thank you for Christmas. I thank you that we 
have the privilege in New Zealand that we have a holiday every year that is focused around Jesus' birth. Lord, we acknowledge our world doesn't see it like that. But we see it like that. And Father, I pray that we would not get sucked into the machine that is Christmas. But we would allow the story of Christmas, the wonderful, marvelous story of you becoming flesh, of you putting on a human body as a baby and coming to be with us and show us that you're with us, to identify with us. Lord, may we let that story so encapsulate and so encapture our hearts that we willingly in the same way that Mary and Joseph did say yes to wherever that story takes us. To wherever your presence in us takes us. God, may each of us again recapture that and recommit ourselves to that this Christmas time. That as we step into 2023 with all of the unknowns and the uncertainties and the opportunities and the the great things that sit before us, sometimes the terrible things that sit before us. God, that we would know that as we say yes to you today, that you will never leave us, you'll never forsake us because you are Emmanuel, God with us, and you're as close to us as the air that we're breathing. God, may that again rest on us today and forever. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.